You're listening to Range Minded from Independence Indoor Shooting. First, be sure to find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rangeminded, and we'd really appreciate it if you gave us a like and some feedback. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and we're also happy to announce that we are now on Spotify, so make sure you check us out there. This is episode number 42, where we talk about the seemingly crazy new laws and regulations that are floating around the gun world, including an assault weapons ban, a federal assault weapons ban, that is, from Senator Dianne Feinstein, a permit-to-own bill, and a magazine capacity bill from our neighboring state of Oregon, uh, plus a few other politics-related issues. We do want to remind you that our opinions are just that, our very own opinions, and don't reflect the opinions or views of Independence Indoor Shooting, uh, but we do encourage discourse and interaction with you. So if you agree or if you disagree with us and have a comment or some feedback, send us a Facebook message or an email at podcast at iishooting.com. With that out of the way, as always, thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy episode 42 of Range Minded, the current events of January 2019. Hello and welcome to Range Minded. From Episode number. Nope, don't say that. <laughs> Sorry. We're uh, <laughs> we're not done numbering, but I'm not going to say the numbers anymore because then Steve goes. Hey. <laughs> no, when I say the episode number, you say already. Yeah. So. No, but uh, here we are. Independence indoor shooting. Range Minded. My name is Mark Long. Ricky Kasner. Academy director <laughs> and Steve Zimmerman. Yeah, coming to you live. Sa- well, sexy philanthropist. Uh, coming to you on a Saturday night, ten o'clock. Man, yeah, we're we're, uh, we're burning the midnight at midnight oil right now. There we man. go. Yeah, we're all at midnight gas. I have gas. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> in great my, in my car. Good thing we're. In, oh, I was gonna say good thing we're in a confined space. Um, yeah, we uh, we've been hitting it pretty hard this week. Um, you know, back from holidays and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Getting back into the swing of things and just uh, taking advantage of in-person Steve. Yeah. Yep. So, we like seeing his face. Hopefully we'll see it more often here. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, come huh? back uh, Come back to the Treasure Valley more often. Yeah. Like buy a house over here in awesome, the Treasure huh? Valley. Yeah. That'd be cool. So if any of you out there, any of you we listeners. We should start a GoFundMe. That yeah, is a fantastic <laughs> idea. If any of you listeners out there love Steve and have a house and you want to give it to him for free. Yeah. He would be willing. Yeah, I I could probably make that transition a little smoother. Yeah, yeah. If it was free, the yeah. buy Steve a house fund. <laughs> there we go. I That's think perfect. we can make a GoFundMe. And uh, do you have to spend the GoFundMe money on the specific thing? Yes. Or re- or recouping the guns, all the guns you've lost. That'll be a whole expedition. That That's I'll, gonna be I'll, more than a house. I will have to have, and I have to hand pick who's going on the expedition underwater <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Yeah, you have to be scuba certified. Scuba Steve certified. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh wow, you're that? that. You're that. Hey, just awesome. so you know, I am certified in scuba diving, so ah, I'm happy to come with. Why? Because you went to Hawaii Because I wanted to. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, no, I had a trip planned. Why'd you uh, swim in a pool or something? <laughs> yeah, basically in a high school pool. Uh, no, I uh, I have family who's scuba certified, and we are going to go on a trip at some point in the future. Um, and I had already skydive twice so i'm like well i might as well see if i can go, go down underwater now up. yeah so yeah I, i'd like to get scuba certified i think that'd be kind of cool it's cool it is it's weird like the first time you jump in and you have your scuba gear on and you're at the bottom of a 12 foot pool and you're just sitting there breathing like you're not holding your breath you're just sitting there it's very otherworldly i i was a i was a lifeguard in past years saving lives man and the the uh scuba guys would train in our pool uh-huh. And I loved like the 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 trainer would uh, let us use the little what do they call those the scooters? Oh yeah, the little. And we would just yeah. be scooting around with this <laughs> thing while they're training, you know, doing their breathing. That was pretty fun. It's pretty legit, man. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, we're not talking about such uh, lighthearted things like that today. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. going to cover some current events because obviously. Uh, the legislation body has changed with elections mm-hmm. last November. Um, it seems like everybody's kind of lost their head when it comes to gun rights, even though there are a lot bigger issues at hand, I think, in the world. Um, that's just my own opinion. But um, So there's an assault weapons ban that's been put out there. Uh, Again. Oregon's Again. losing their mind. Um, 
a lot of other random stuff going on. So we're going to cover some of that um, because it's important that you guys know what's going on and, uh, you know, do your part to uh, help fight against some of this nonsense. And and here's the thing that's really frustrating when when um, pro-gun people hear stuff like that is like, eh, I didn't go anywhere last time. I'm not going to really worry. It's not going to happen, you know. That's the wrong attitude to have because complacency puts us in a bad place. Yeah. Well, well they just keep ramming it through. I, I was listening to a Michael Savage show. Michael Savage is a talk show radio host, conservative for the most part. And uh, he, uh, I remember the last time, what, what what happened? There was some sort of mass shooting, but he was like, he was all against the, the assault weapons, air quotes. Um, so, I mean... Time and time again, you know, the liberals are, are putting this out there. And not just liberals. No, it's yeah. it's worse than that now. It's not just liberal or... It's everybody. It's, yeah, so so Marco really Rubio a... introduced red flag laws, and we had a pretty in-depth conversation yeah. today about red flag laws. Uh, a Republican, yeah. one that was... He's, he you know, was after, for after, the presidency. Well, and, and know, after like, Parkland, he sat down with Dana Lash in, in the town hall and fought for gun rights, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then here he is, well, you know what... Uh, we want red flag laws. No, we don't. Well, and then we need communication in the medical system. Yeah, it's tragic. There's people that shouldn't have guns, but there's there's a mechanism already developed, and there's laws already there. Let's make what we have efficient. Make it don't, better. Don't just keep putting crap out there because it's a slippery slope. You look at red flag laws, which which are like okay, so scoot or water skiing across the surface about what a red flag law is. Um, uh, my neighbor, I know he has PTSD. He's a vet. He has guns. I'm really worried. I'm just going to call the cops. They're going to come take his guns. Zero due process. They're just going to come take his guns. Fourth Amendment violation right off the bat. It's illegal search and seizure. Okay? That's not a Second Amendment issue. That's a Fourth Amendment issue. And, and then he doesn't get his guns back, uh, or at least without a heavy fight. Well, and it says temporary. Yeah. What is yeah. what is temporary? Yeah, define temporary. Yeah. And the other thing is is it, it's it is a very slippery slope because at what point is the government going to say, "Well, we already have these red flag laws for people that we're concerned about." Yeah. So at what point what, is what, can the can the government say that they're concerned about a populace? Yeah. A certain At what point are they going to say demographic? That Steve guy, he happens to lose a lot of guns in boating accidents. We're concerned. We're going to go to his house. Yeah, they're not going to find anything. Wink, wink. wink. <laughs> <laughs> well, but even yeah, you can use it for nefarious purposes. Let's say somebody doesn't like the fact that you own guns. Period. Absolutely, you know, your neighbor knows, or maybe it can be family weaponized. member or something like that, or whatever. And you know, oh, I'm really worried about. It. And they can make stuff or up, and a, or it's an ex spouse, ex girlfriend, ex yeah. boyfriend that's all like, oh, I don't like that person. I'm going to screw up their lives now. Yeah. Or it's somebody with a has a restraining order against them and they say hey yeah. i want to remove the gun away from this person yeah think about it you have this abusive spouse that physically abused you and you have a restraining order against them and then all of a sudden here's the cops at your door well they said you're a threat and they yeah. told us some nasty stuff about you we're concerned about what you might do well and it's up to law enforcement it's not up to like a clinical psychologist or anything or you know a yeah. psychiatrist or anything like and, that and i know this kind of sounds like fear-mongering to some people and maybe it is because i'm concerned about this it can be abused and it will not can well it will be abused well even point. when you see kids like online have you heard of like swatting i don't know if the kids kids do this anymore but it was will, a big deal kids will call in fake calls and get the SWAT team like sent to like like people's houses because they don't like them or something like that like yeah. over the internet if kids stupid kids do that you know then this is not that far and think about how you know? dangerous that could be right mm-hmm. and well so this isn't hyperbole like red flag red flag logs <laughs> red flag laws red flag laws there exist so somebody came to the door the guy didn't know who he was. He was defending himself. They got in a shootout. The cops shoot this guy for no reason. Yep. He wasn't a threat. Somebody just said, well, I'm worried about this guy. So now there's somebody dead who can't defend himself at this point. There's a family that has and no... They use that, and they use that for ammo later to say, we'll see, oh, he, was we'll a, see he shot he at was us. A threat. No, yeah. He was in defense. Yeah. At that point, he was in defense, and I believe that he was in a defensive situation. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to kick in my door. The cops don't say... Hi, we're the police. We would like to talk to you. No, they sure SWAT don't. SWAT team shows up quietly, and they bust in your door, and they'll do whatever it takes. 
that's yep. what they're trained to do, and I'm glad that that's what they're trained to do. But when it's a, uh, for no reason, when it's based problem. on a phone call or hearsay or something like yeah. that, it's it's not really. It's scary. It is, and it, and it it will be used to weaponize for for confiscation. It will be to that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, and going back to the assault weapons ban that uh, Diane Feinstein oh, bless her heart. brought, she's she, bringing, she's just like she, just she never dies over and she? over. No. <laughs> she's just like she keeps stays. she's done it over and over again. She's the Keith Richards of but politicians. I, I think that the reason that this is out now is because of the bump stock thing that just happened. Yeah. I mean, Trump Trump banned bump stocks. He's a Republican, right? Yeah, pro gun. He ran on a very pro gun platform, mm-hmm. and he's the one who said due process second. And guess what? The NRA endorsed it. Yep. So that's the got a NRA. lot of people pissed off. Yeah. And I, I feel like the NRA has been infiltrated by, and I remember this was years ago. I remember seeing things about somebody on their board that was a registered liberal Democrat. Sure. Come on in. W- what plague are they going to bring in with them? Mm-hmm. I don't mind having conversation. I don't mind it being honest. And, and cause there, there could be legitimate compromise on both sides of the fence where we can communicate and have a conversation and gun owners can say, yeah, that makes sense. I'm willing to concede this little piece. But the problem is, is the NRA and, and the Republicans in office, they're like, yeah, we'll concede this and this and this and this and mm-hmm. this. And don't worry about giving us anything in return. Well, but also, I mean, there's there's been talks, and I don't know the veracity of them or not, but um, that, you know, Russia has used the NRA to... Well, that did to, happen. To, you know. It yeah. did happen. Yeah, there was a person on the NRA board, or at least an attorney or whatever. Yeah, she yeah, was... Yeah, Maria Butina, right? Yeah, yeah, she was a Russian spy. Yeah, I mean, so that's... Thanks, NRA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's from all sides. It's everybody. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't understand where it's all coming from. I guess. But did she did she not sound like Boris or Natasha? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, who knows, man? Come on. Sorry <laughs> that that was probably cultural appropriation. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, and you're not Russian either, so you can't <laughs> oh, do that. Like that. I just really uh, like somebody, man. Diane Feinstein, man. It's like so. I, I, it would probably be shorter to list what isn't banned, but um, oh, yeah, it's very. It's comprehensive. an assault weapons ban of 2019. The bans the sale, manufacture, transfer, and importation of 205 military style assault weapons by name and spe- and rate of fire and rate of fire and bans pistols that weigh over 50 ounces. So AR pistols yeah, gone. That's the point. CZ Scorpion gone. Like that kind of stuff you can't buy anymore. Any, you know, and stabilizing braces, all that semi, kind of stuff. Semi-automatics. What's a semi-automatic? Every pistol, pretty much every, every handgun. Modern firearms, yep. right? Yep. 1022. Those are scary military grade weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then there was uh, any, any assault weapon that accepts a detachable magazine uh, or one or more military characteristics, including a pistol grip, forward grip, barrel shroud, threaded barrel, or following your telescoping is, stock. A lot of this is regurgitated from the previous ones, huh? Yeah, they yeah. just over added and more over stuff. And over. Now, you got to remember, this comes from 1994. Mm-hmm. And then reintroduced oh. over and over and over again. But they've changed. They've changed some language. Well, they've had to, to to keep up with the new stuff, right? And so, don't don't wait for this to happen, right? Yeah, it's and, and it's I'm real not, stuff. Man. And I'm not gonna lie. Like some of our our state representatives, I have very little confidence in. Very little. Oh well. There there are some great ones that just took some. I mean, we lost Carrie Hanks who. Super awesome. No, Carrie Hanks. Ron Nate. Ron Nate. Super. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carrie was the other one. I think she lost to. Uh, you mean Heather Scott? You're talking about Heather Scott? No, Carrie Hanks. She was. We still have Heather Scott in there, which she's. Uh, she's awesome. She's good. And I know some of these for for people outside of the state of Idaho, they're like, Argh. but yeah, Ron Nate, constitutionalist, amazing guy. Yeah, he got voted out because of because of him, uh, you know, fighting so hard. And he's well, one no, that, what happened is is because I know who got put in his spot. Uh, Rick's, he's a good guy. People thought, oh well, we just need new blood, and that's and that's what happens. That's actually the exact same thing that happened with Carrie Hanks. She was a bulldog when it came to Second Amendment rights, and now we have, um, oh, not Burton Shaw, because that's on my side of the state, and I and I know and that's pretty sad because I know who <laughs> I've been in the guy's house that was elected in her spot, and and he struggles a little bit when it comes to. When it comes to that, Rod Furness, that's who it is. Hmm. Struggles a little bit when it comes to gun stuff. In fact, I messaged him on something that, that came up through the Second Amendment Alliance, actually. Yeah. And I said, Rod, 
if you have any questions about gun stuff, please contact me because that, it was embarrassing. And he's like, no, no, I got it covered. Well, I think that's the scariest oh, part is okay. that these, the folks who are trying to put these laws into effect know zero about guns. You well, know? And, and that's not the case with, with Ricks and Furnace. No, I know. They, yeah. they grew up with guns and shooting guns, but I don't know if they understand the severity or the mentality of, eh, probably won't happen here in Idaho. When you, when you messaged him, did he, did he act like, Oh, I've, I know it all or no, he's like, nah, I got it covered. I was like, uh, do you, <laughs> but like, and, and I, th- if he listens to this, he'll, he'll be offended by my conversation. Cause I've known him for a long time. Um, and, and hopefully he understands that I'm being honest about it. Like I would love to help him and make sure he understands the stuff that's happening because he kind of just let it as a passive thing. Like, eh, you know, I'm not worried about, you should be worried about it. And hopefully he is like, hopefully somebody he in his just, campaign. He just let it, let something stupid slip or yeah, is it well, actually how he feels? No, it was just something that he was supposed to respond to that the second amendment Alliance put out and he never responded, Uh-oh. whether he lost the, the questionnaire or whatever. He just, just got, eh, no big deal. Like maybe he didn't realize cause he's, he he was a, a new representative, so it might not have been something that meant anything to him. He probably didn't understand who the Second Amendment line is, and, and didn't bother dealing with it. And so I I wanted to make sure because, like I said, I know him. I wanted to make sure that he represented me the way I want him to represent me. And and I would say the majority of that side of the state feels the same way. But so it was kind of sad to see Kerry Hanks uh, get get voted out. And it was kind of cool to see somebody that, that I know get voted in, but I, I actually know some other stuff that I'm not going to talk. We can talk about off off the air. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of surprising. He doesn't know that I know about. That's <laughs> because <laughs> Steve knows everything. I, I, yeah, I, I have inside scoop. I have ways of finding things out. <laughs> I'm German, man. I can figure things um, out. Are but, you a spy? But or? that goes to show. Uh, what? No. What <laughs> that goes to show that, I mean, we're it's kind of on two fronts that you have to think about this, too. You have to think about the state level and you have to think about the federal level. because And, that, and that's why you can't be passive mm-hmm. because state level is immediate. Yep. Right? That's going to affect you now. Well, like, and it's happening next door in Oregon. There, oh, There's a bill set to go forward that. Uh, Basically, Oregon people and, who live in Oregon and Washington a, and Washington they need a permit and uh, limit the to amount own, of ammo to own a fire. A permit to own a firearm. So, oh. like in Illinois or California, I that think is infringement. Mm-hmm. Well, Illinois, you don't have to have a permit to own. You just have to have a permit to carry firearm right? owner's identification card, even for long guns. Uh huh. Really? And, and to buy, you need a Foyd card to buy ammo. And I was going to go rent a gun over in in Illinois. You can't. You need a valid Foyd card. And it's just like Chris was saying. You, in Australia, you have to prove what you can't just buy any ammo. You only buy the ammo of the gun that you own. Yep, um, in limited then, quantities. And also in Oregon, uh, they would uh, outlaw magazines with a capacity of more than five rounds. Oh my gosh! Isn't that nuts? And are they doing the same thing that New Jersey just proposed that the cops can't carry off duty? That I don't know, uh, but th- those are the big things. How much BS? So is I that? wouldn't even be able to carry my my forty three. Nope. It's ridiculous. Well, you can't anyways, because unless you have an Oregon permit, you couldn't anyways. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But uh, even if, like, it, say it was passed in this state, I'm curious does that does that mean one in the chamber or just in the mag magazine capacity? Magazine mag capacity. capacity. Okay. So yeah, I mean that basically eliminates every single hand modern handgun nowadays. I that, mean that is the exact point. Mm-hmm. And then you go to California that has has the roster right the okay guns to buy list Mm -hmm. and now they're talking about well they've talked about a long time but micro stamping that technology does not exist and the manufacturers went to the state under lawsuit saying you can't do this this doesn't exist they don't care they're going to do it anyways the judge upheld the california side and so now they have these this expiring list right there's never a gun added to this list but guns sunset off the list so it's just getting smaller and smaller and smaller so if they don't and they can't change like you can't have a Glock Gen Four mm-hmm. because that's not on the list. But even if they took a Gen Three and said, "Hey, we added the safety feature," oh well, that's not on the list. It's not the same gun, yeah. But they sunset off the list on the other end, so that that keeps getting What's smaller. What's this micro stamping? Micro stamping is basically fingerprint for every bullet that's fired, oh, for every casing. There's a micro stamp 
that's put on the gun as it si- or the the projectile as it cycles through, so they can pick up any casing and say, "Oh, this is this has a unique mark." Well, on that's it. stupid because that's not per the gun; that's per the ammunition. But it, but the gun makes the mark on the brass. Oh, I see. So they can so say, it would be well, the, it would be the front of the. Uh, so it'd be like a breech face or something. That, yeah, or the front of the. Um, that's insane, man. Yeah, the front of the. You tell me that's not pin. infringement. That yeah. is direct infringement. Now there's other organizations nationally that are like. Hey, hello. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Like when it comes to the Supreme Court, I'm not even confident on that. No matter who we put in, like I'm not real excited about Kavanaugh when it comes to gun issues. I don't think he's going to vote the way that we were all expecting him to. Well, the one kind of ray of hope that I have for this, at least the federal, because the Feinstein thing is a whole is federal everywhere, all across yeah, the oh country. Yeah, that'll be national um, but, and, and uh, district. The thank God for the Gun Owners of America organization. Yeah, GOA is um, awesome. Uh, Michael Hammond, who was uh, the legal counsel for the GOA, um, has also he's mentioned that the bill mirrors uh, the prohibition that the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals declared unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Um, that that court case was from California, which is odd that the Ninth Circuit would yeah. say, "Yeah, that that." Mm-hmm. So obviously, yeah, it's pretty something. rotten if. <laughs> If the Ninth Circuit doesn't support it, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's kind of like she's doing the same thing again. You know, well, she's senile, and, and it's just, I, yeah, it just, but it, it, it's scary that one person can try to bring that forward and get that much momentum behind it. Well, and, you and, know, and without getting too political, the 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 Democrat, the liberal side of the Democrat Party, is getting way more bold and way more prevalent, and it's going from, yeah, I'm a I'm a traditional liberal to, yeah, I like communism but cortez what's her name alexandria cortez or whatever her name is in jersey she's totally communist and she's happy to talk about it <laughs> and Arizona, yeah it's getting far more yeah. bold well you, you think about the you know the the uh, red scare back in the day that wasn't very long ago no, and now all of a sudden years ago yeah now well, all of a sudden it's well it bled all the way up into the 70s yeah like the cold war problem i yeah, we were worried about Cold War with spies and Yeah, it's uh and now it's bold, like yeah. you're saying. They're Why just... hide they don't hide from it. Okay. They embrace it. Yeah. And they expect us to embrace it. Mm-hmm. And I so I, I just, wasn't taught to stand in a line and conform. So it shows you it shows you how quick quick things can change around. Because why? Because People like us, like, oh, that will never happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not even I'm not even gonna worry about that. It won't happen here. <laughs> yeah. Look at Washington. Washington was a great state, and it's beautiful, and there's so many cool people over there. But now you get the, the high-density populated areas that control the entire state. Mm-hmm. So Seattle, super liberal. So Spokane has no word. They have no voice. Seattle dictates the rest of it because it's all about majority now and how they, how they vote. It's the same thing in Illinois, and that was that was one thing that was gave me an interesting perspective was being from the Chicago suburbs and then going down to Central Illinois and living there for ten years. You realize it's not even liberal versus conservative or anything like that. At least in my opinion, it's all rural versus city because mm-hmm. there's no, I think, respect for each other. You yeah. know what I mean? When you and I were talking about this yesterday, is that uh, I think people would agree on more things than they think. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And so, but people find these things and then just are rabid about it and don't want to listen and well, don't we, want to talk. We, we let the media make it so passionate and, yeah. and such a heartfelt problem that it sounds terrible. And yeah, we need, all these children are dying in school shootings. School shootings have decreased so much in the United States. It It's tragic when it happens. I would never try to try to downplay how horrible it is to, I can't imagine losing a child in any kind of an accident, let alone a school shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens in other countries more. Yeah. It's not an exclusive American problem. I remember 2008-ish, you, you remember when those guys in Russia stormed the school, mm-hmm. shot up the school, tear mm-hmm. gas, grenades. And all the kids. Yeah, and inside. kids inside. Yeah. It's not an exclusive. It, it's horrible. It's tragic. It, but keeping me from defending myself and my family, that's not going to solve anything. That's going to make it worse. Yeah, and you're going to get people pissed off. And- why, why do you think Latin American countries are now like, man, taking guns away was, was a bad idea. Maybe we should give rights back. Yeah. And that's not hyperbole either. Do some that's, research. That's, that's happening. That's really happening. 
Yeah, it's scary, man. It's it's not good, and it's got it got a lot of people freaking out about stuff. And and it, and the thing is, it you know when one side goes on the offensive, the other side goes uh, you know goes on the offensive too, and it just it gets more polarizing. Yeah, and you know, and because we're passionate about it, I mean, I get fired. I mean, you can tell I get fired up about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so does the other side. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't solve anything because we don't we don't listen. We just want our side to be heard. Yeah. And so we'll just talk louder till the other person hears our side. Well, and, and and that's what these laws really say to me is nobody's listening because it's the same dang garbage mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And eventually you're they're going to ramrod it through. I mean, yes. you can only it, hear it so many times. Like I was talking about Michael Savage mm-hmm. before even people like him are saying, fine, yeah, fine, let's just do it. Come on, get yeah. rid of ar 15 Shut up, let's just do it. And Michael yeah. Savage is not, he hates them. AR-15s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. he's not a huge Second Amendment guy. Interesting. Yeah. He, so he thinks they're military style weapons. Yeah. They're not. And that's see that's, that's not what, one military anywhere. That's what in history bothers the hell out of me more than anything else is that nobody knows these things. There's no there's a like a willful ignorance of it. You know, and the information is there if you want to learn how guns actually work. And you know, because it's the passionate side of the argument, they just see the devastation of of one. I shouldn't say one man because we've had. That's the other thing. Mass shootings are on the decline in the United States. Mass events, they're on a decline. It just seems like they happen more often because we have a, a constant news cycle that pushes well, them in and, our face. And there's not necessarily a you know, a standard definition that people use. You know, there is an FBI definition that we we've learned before, but there's in the news it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, well, the news and just I, will create their own definitions. And I think we've talked about it before, like I don't remember. I'd have to do some research on what organization was talking about school shootings. Uh-huh. Oh, look it up. There was it was 2018. There was like six million school shootings, but it was like drive-by shootings, empty school. Somebody happened to hit a school bus parked out in front of the school. School shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no. all kinds of. No, that's not a school shooting. Well, and even like last year, like just kind of looking it up. I mean, even NPR has said that you know. This, it, yeah, I think we a, talked about that. We before, talked about, we? Yeah. I think, an NPR article, and this might be a new one. Well, it might be the same one, but this is from March of 2018. The headline is, despite heightened fear of school shootings, it's not a growing epidemic. Yeah. You know, and s- schools are safer today than they had been in previous decades. I mean, and, and I applaud NPR for actually having it, like being honest, like, yeah, this really isn't happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I think everybody knows that NPR, and I think even NPR says that they're pretty, they're left leaning. That should be pretty obvious. Yeah, but I mean, at least I think that NPR at least does a lot of real journalism, you know, as opposed to. Well, they probably have to because. (laughs) Because they're on the radio. Because, no, because like uh, they're having to compete with these other markets that go crazy. And so they're like, well, maybe people actually want real news. Yeah, well, that's true. Like, and it was, what's interesting too, um, I was in Chicago. I, I was working out, and I saw I, in two TVs. You in work the out? Yeah, sometimes. Weird, doesn't it show? Guess not. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> Got I work a, out. Um, I need to take a cold shower now. Oh, oh my gosh! gosh. <laughs> and I'm stuck here in the corner. <laughs> I have no exit strategy. Inside right the now. closet, might I? Add. Inside the closet, no exit strategy. This See, is I'm not going to come out of the closet because I'm already out, but. But uh, I'm well in the but, closet. But yeah, if Mark oh, is fully dear. entrenched. In the um, closet. We are offending so many people. But right no, now. going going back to the news, I was watching each each TV had the news on. Sure. And on one side was Fox News, and one side was MSNBC, and they were both talking about the government shutdown and just seeing the difference in how it was portrayed. I mean, it was both like just sensationalized and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so because you have 24 hours to fill, you know, you have all this stuff sensationalized and it's all the time. And it makes, you know, whether or not they have an agenda, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate on that. Yeah. But whether or not the intention is there, the result of is that people freak out and they think that they're living in this horrible world when things are really better than they've ever been, ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is really safer now than when, it's hard to believe that when we were younger, at least I'm older than you guys, it was more dangerous for me to walk down the street than it is now. Yeah. But as a parent, I'm not going to let my kids walk down the street, honestly. Yeah. And, you know, and like you said, school shootings are a terrible, horrible thing. And we should work to make sure that they don't happen. But you got to make sure you're doing the right thing without infringing on other people's rights. You yeah. Know? And, and I think it can be achieved. Mm-hmm. But disarming a populace isn't the answer because you can look at the Australia model. Like that's what they really, oh, well, Australia, they took away guns and. 
crime went down. Right. Yeah, yeah. Shootings went down. Violent crime did not. And if you look at the statistics in a grand scheme and not like 96, 97, 98, they were already having a downturn in, in violent in gun violence. It was already going down. And so they they cherry picked that segment of a few years and say, Yeah, see, after the after he took guns away, it went down. No, it was going down before you took the guns away. Right. If you look at the broader picture. And, and now you got these violent home invasions where people are getting beaten to death with whatever and the gangs are still getting gun guns in there. They'll do whatever they want to get a, a gun. It's not changing anything. Yeah. Well, and talking about things that aren't going to change. My attitude. Another <laughs> thing that's that's up is, uh, I forget what it was. I think this well, was Well, that's a good the... conversation to have. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the, well, it's about the universal background checks. So those are oh, up again. That's up yeah. again. Yeah, that's a so thing that's coming up, So this is another regurgitation. That one I could see making it through. So what would that do? So universal background checks. What does that mean? We always hear that that. Yeah, it gets thrown around a lot, but and, and I think our listeners already understand that background checks take place. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a dealer by law, they are obligated. Dealers are obligated to do a background check, or they lose their license. But what about the gun show loophole? Does not exist, <laughs> and we talked about that. And yep. I think our listeners understand that private party sales. You're right; that's a different story. And I would counsel somebody if you're doing a private party sale, you only sell to somebody that's got a concealed weapons permit to cover your butt mm-hmm. and to feel comfortable about selling a firearm. Now, okay, so let but, me... Oh, well, well, let's go back because okay. Universal Background Check wants to stopgap that. They want to say any firearm transaction, not just sale, any transaction has to have a background check. So you'd have to go to your dealer. If I want to lend you my hunting rifle... Well, no, that's different. That's Universal. On this one, though. On this newest one, from what I understand. That's going to be in there just the same. No, from what... It, well, I don't know. I didn't read the actual bill. But uh, from what I understand, that's that's one thing they did change in this one is between family members, it's okay, and temporarily for hunting duties. I bet you if you read the bill, because they don't want to change that because I, anybody could say, well, I'm just lending you my gun. Mm-hmm. Well, so and that's bad. part of the bill would be universal background checks on all transfers of grandfathered guns. This requirement would also apply to firearms that are gifted to family members. It would be a felony to transfer a gun without a background check, even if it is to an immediate family member. This is the newest one? The Diane Feinstein, yep. Really? Mm -hmm. That's what it says. So that's different. Anything, anytime I lend anything out to my buddy that I trust or my brother that I trust, we have to go to a dealer, we have to do a background check, and then guess what? I want my gun back. Well, we gotta go to well, here's, we here's gotta go to a dealer, thing. and I have to do a background check to get my own freaking gun back. Here's the other thing: so the high cap mag thing is uh, in this bill too. Over anything over ten rounds, anything yep. over ten rounds, and uh, the ten round mags would not be transferable after the law would go into effect. So there is no sell, grandfather. There's no grant. You can you can own them, but you can't transfer them. And it, well, that, which that, is the same dang thing that that Colorado deal dealt with. That's why Magpul ended up leaving Colorado. Yep. Yeah, it's like you, you don't know which one was pro, or uh, um, old and made. New, yeah. You know, before this date, I think it was 2013. To right, you know. But the thing is, okay, so let's say you know you. None, wanna, nonetheless, if I, if I lend him my 17 with a couple of mags for him to shoot a competition, guess what? I can't take my mags back. Mm-hmm. Or if or if you don't have 10 round mags. You can't just, you can't, you can sell me the gun, but without any magazines or if you wanted to lend me that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's, that's just crazy. Like I can't, that's believe. not freedom. It's so, there's no it's freedom so there. far reaching. I mean, there's, and, and what that's going to boil down to is, is inevitably or in, in some sort of effect that can be a, that can be a registration because those serialized parts are recorded every yeah. transaction. And if I can't account for a serialized gun that I have, guess what? I just committed some sort of a felony or, or I have, I'm have i problematic at the very minimum. Yeah, because you can't just claim anymore. And no oh, more boating accidents. Pri- well, it was a private it was a Private, private sale, sale yeah. yeah. Because, and I'm not saying that people are just claiming that, but you can't just say, oh, I sold it to this guy because I think it's fair to say that that does you, happen though. Yeah. But you, but they, but they can say, well, you were supposed to, transfer that via 
you know, via... Yeah. Uh, and then you can't say, well, I did it. Dealer. I did it a long time ago. And they'll say, well, that's funny because we know this this gun was from distributor to dealer on this date. And you said that you sold it before that date that you purchased it. And then all of a sudden it's like the Gestapo. I have to worry about every little bit of my life. Everything gets scrutinized. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy, man. And it bugs me. Like, it just... Because, yeah. like, all three of us are all law-abiding citizens. We have we, All of us yeah. have our concealed weapons permit. Like, we follow the law. We pay attention to the law because not only do we care about it, but, it you know, our asses are on the line yeah. for a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, why why can't we, you know, we play by the rules. Why are, why are we getting screwed if we're playing by the rules, you know? Yeah. And that's the most frustrating part. And, and it, it will come down to a registration thing. That 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 is very possible. Like, it could easily happen to where we have to have a registration. Registration equals confiscation at some point because they know everything that you have. Because there's nothing outside of that bounds of registration that, that you should have in your possession. And then they can easily say, well, that's a felony. If you don't have a registered firearm, then what? You go to jail? Yeah. It's crazy, man. How is that not infringement? That's why, that's why we, That's why Heller is such a big deal. Because that that says no that that can't that can't be these are all common use you you can't have registration there is no law breaking here if you take away that's unlawful search and seizures well at that point it wouldn't be unlawful because it would be the law of the land right but it infringes on so many parts of a of a of a human being in in the country that it's ridiculous yeah so my only hope is that this stuff like this has already been you know has shot down federally but that doesn't stop states from you know, yeah, the states enacting their own things. And yeah, the way the constitution is written is the states can enact certain things mm-hmm. on their own. That's yeah. why I'm so happy I'm in Idaho for now. For now, I know eventually, eventually Idaho will go the way the rest of the country. But I really do feel that Idaho is going to be one of the last strongholds. I hope so. There's such an influx; it's the fastest growing state in the nation right now. It's true, mm-hmm. and that political dynamic is. It won't stay red forever. Yeah. Um, and you were talking about the big cities controlling mm-hmm. the other part. Boise will Boise be a, would Boise be, be the political bed, uh, and it'll be such a huge density. And then they're going to change all the district, you know, the district boundaries to reflect it fairly. And, and small towns won't have the representation. So then, I mean, because you're talking about it like it's a foregone conclusion already. I, I, well, I, we've talked about this before. Our, the Second Amendment, as we know it now. It's going to be gone. So That's then, the way I feel about it. So then, what maybe are, not tomorrow, maybe not 2019, maybe not even 2029. But I, I really do feel what we understand is as the Second Amendment and huge portions of the Constitution will not be the same. So then, what do we do? Well, don't stop. Like, there's no reason to say it's it's not a finality, right? It's not like we're past the exit on the freeway. You're only one generation away from it, right? Yeah, that's what Ronald Reagan said, right? Um, Teach your kids righteous principles about the Constitution. Get involved in the schools. Get involved with it. That is a big thing. Well, get involved with what your kids are doing on Facebook and And that's just good parenting anyways, right? And, And it's hard. Are you letting the media train your kids? It's hard because we... Well, hello... We Ricky. feel like we feel like we shouldn't have to like. We think well, they should be lo- learning civics in high school by now, but they don't. You know, they're they're taking away American history, good and bad. America is not a perfect country. Like we no, have made some far from major it. mistakes. Sure, but it's important to to know and understand it so we don't make those mistakes again. Yeah, but we're still the greatest country that's ever existed, freedom wise. There's yeah. there's been some other amazing amazing countries in world history, but not the only reason why we could develop and and contribute worldwide is because of our constitution and our freedoms. Well, and we've talked to I mean we talked about this yesterday was that there's only three countries in the entire world that have uh, gun rights. Yeah, written I know, into I know their, the answer, Ricky. That's a, yeah, that's, that's a, a good quiz quiz question for Ricky if he's getting off his phone texting. Um, Do you know that there's only three countries in the world that have uh, rights to bear arms written into their constitution? I didn't know that. Can you guess? That's a surprise. Can you guess? Other than the U.S., obviously. Can you guess the other two? Nope. Wow. Yeah, it was a surprise to me. Hmm. 
in the Constitution. You're never going to guess it. I will say that Afghanistan. There, nope. But there were six other countries that actually had rights in their Constitution. Don't and let then them at one point. And they were repealed. Yeah. So America is one of them. But three others. Other two, two others. Two others, others in the whole world. Ukraine. Nope. You're, you're never going to guess it. <laughs> You'll be surprised. Mexico oh. and Guatemala. That's Yeah, that is crazy. Wait, and they're still, it's still legal It's there. still, yeah. A constitutional right to bear arms in Mexico, Guatemala. Now, how the old US are their constitutions? That I don't know. Mexico has been around for, for a long not time. A, yeah, but not as long as, like, as America has. Not as an established has. country? Yeah, 1800s, I think. I think but, our I think our constitution is one of the oldest surviving constitutions right now. I think it's I, pretty young. I don't think so. Constitutions change pretty quick in other countries. Yeah, but England had a you constitution a long time ago. Look up whose is the longest running constitution. Longest surviving. Let's see if I can pull it up. And not here. like historical ones, but like nowadays. Well then it wouldn't be a constitution. It wouldn't be the Rome. Who rewrote their, their constitution this week? <laughs> so I literally typed in the longest running constitution and from politifact.com in 2014, the U.S. Constitution is the oldest written constitution still in use today. Some scholars note that the U.K. and San Marino have some written governing documents still in effect that predate yeah. the 1789 enactment of the U.S. Constitution. Right. So there you go. Yeah, because uh, Britain's constitution allowed... Firearms, right? Aren't populous, mm -hmm. and then the the king's like, eh, maybe not. Yeah, I I have some ideas, and I need to make sure that I don't have too much pushback. Yeah, so uh, I thought that was an interesting kind now of. Now you uh, can have butter knives. Well, they're dangerous. Yeah. High high capacity butter knife. That's right, assault butter knives. Yeah, think about how yeah. many butter knives are on <laughs> yeah. those little butter knives. Those can slice. Mm. Maybe, yeah. maybe if Adam had a hold of it, he could show us how dangerous it could really be. He really, he really <laughs> could. Um, but yeah, I, I guess just what the point of it is is don't give up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I say that it's going to be completely different, I, I really mean that it, it could change. But a lot of that be comes with involvement, right? State, local, school. I really the next generation, like the the kids coming up that are going to be the future the future of the governance like there's some amazingly smart kids out there mm -hmm. but we need to make sure that they get taught well and there are younger generations who are okay with guns and okay with concealed yeah, we carry talked about and that all that too. Yeah, yeah we've talked about that Millennials a little bit are kind of kind of okay with it yeah and so hopefully you know and, the, and i think that part of that goes to more access to education information you know what i mean uh, yeah a lot kids, more people learn because kids have access to a lot of stuff mm-hmm um, you can learn about it online. You yeah. can watch. I mean, there's, that's why there's such a huge uh, market of YouTube videos about guns. And that's why they're cutting down on it, maybe. They, I think, yeah, they are. They're still doing things and demonetizing and, and things like that. But there's still a demand for it. You see gun videos. There's millions and millions of views. Yeah. And I have to believe that it's not all old white guys sitting on YouTube. A lot of them are Ricky just re replaying <laughs> them. Ricky has just yeah constantly That's on right. YouTube all the time. So, but I mean, there's, so there's there's an interest you expect there. Expect me to work? No. Well, if you can get paid for it, why not? Yeah. See. Oh, sorry, Ryan. If you're listening. <laughs> oh, I. You think Ryan's a listener? <laughs> I don't think so. Actually. <laughs> We're cutting this part out. Right? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. J so Jared just... might be though. What's up, Jared? Oh, hey, yeah. We need to have him on. Yeah, we Actually, need to do that. That would be good. We need to do that. Um, but yeah, man, it's you can't just don't give up. Don't assume that somebody else is going to take care of it either. No, um, you know, and I think that's what got us into this mess. The, I think you know, I I don't I will not be a member of the NRA, unfortunately. Uh, you know, yeah, I, the I, NRA, and maybe at some point the NRA will be like, whoops. Yeah, and, and they'll get back onto what they're the oldest civil rights organization in the United States. Yeah, but remember they also did uh, usher help usher in the 1986 you know automatic weapons yeah. ban and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they've they've done, but you know, actions speak louder than words, in my opinion. They are, and, and now now to be devil's sort of devil's advocate with them is is they have a huge influence. They do, and they have way more influence than I could ever have in Washington. Sure. So there is the possibility of some great, great things coming through them, but 
they need to listen to their membership. The problem is, is politics is all about compromise and money and you're compromising with people who do not share your values and conservatives have a really good of compromisation saying yeah we'll give you that and that's it nothing in return and there's nothing mm-hmm. else yeah so that's why but that's why i become a big fan of the goa because mm-hmm. there's not really a necessarily a political bend to it it's all second amendment and they filed a lawsuit against the bump stock ban yeah, you know they, they immediately. Yeah, they, they, where is that going? They, I don't know where that's going. They, yet. well, that's that, still but. pending, and he can talk about it. So I was listening to Gun Talk, and he had, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name from Gottlieb? Not Gottlieb. What's that his name? Uh, from Gun Owners, mm-hmm. one of those, one of those organizations that are really pushing back. Yeah, and so he couldn't really talk a lot about it because it's pending. Sure. Um, on the bright side, it's not going to go anywhere. I don't think, but it may. Is the Hearing Protection Act got reintroduced too? Yes. Oh yeah, and uh, res, uh, reciprocity. national reciprocity for con- or for concealed carry. Now, why we didn't do that a year ago when we had the House and the Senate, I I don't understand. Who knows? Well, and what I there I forget what there the uh, wasn't it the HPA the Hearing Protection Act, uh, which would help uh, get silencers off of uh, the Reg- N- through yeah. the NFA Act, yeah. and you would you'd be able to buy them like you'd be, be able to buy anything else, which absolutely needs to be. Is the it truth. is it same wording? Same nothing changed know. in it. Um, but the, it was up for in the House and the Senate or something like that a while ago, and I feel like something happened. Well, that was it was scheduled the day after the Las Vegas shooting. That's what it was. Yeah, and once that happened. No way. Now we can talk about the possibility of conspiracies, and that may or may not be the case. It might just be completely coincidental. Who knows? You can't make that stuff up. It, it, it's, it's pretty intriguing that it happened the day it's before. Just and it nobody, and that, nobody that wants a political career. After yeah, they're that not going to vote for that. And after and, something like and that. it would have passed. It yeah. would have passed. And I think national reciprocity was somewhere on the on the table it, too. It had a huge amount of traction. Yeah. So but political clatter, they're worried about sticking their neck out there. So what, like, so what tragedy is going to come? When is this on the docket to go before? I don't know. To, is it House first, Senate? Yeah, and that's next, and then. that's my concern because they'll never let a good tragedy go to waste. <laughs> and uh, So we'll have to see what major tragedy comes out before this. This is... And that, and that really gets into the tinfoil hat side of stuff, and I don't want to be that guy. But the older I get, the more that makes sense to me that, that there could be some other parts in play. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's not that petty and ridiculous. So January 3rd was when the Hearing Protection Act was reintroduced into Congress. So uh, It was introduced to be put on the docket or introduced to, for a hearing? Well, they got to introduce the bill first, and then they and can then schedule they to talk in. about yeah. yeah. So it, it's a process. Yeah, it's going to at take least some it passed that though, huh? Mm-hmm. But that's the Senate, right? So well, the, the Senate, House. we oh, that was in the House. So the House, we right. don't have the majority. Yeah. So the bill has not yet been registered on Congress's online archive, but it's been yeah. introduced into the floor, and basically it's the same thing: remove suppressors from the NFA and require purchasers to pass a NICS check, same way you'd buy a firearm. And there's no That'd reason awesome. not to. Like, mm-hmm. there's zero reason. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have guys committing crime with suppressors. Yep, that's going to happen. But it's not movie star Jason Bourne suppressors. I wish I wish I could buy something like that. Right. It, it, pee, pee, pee. No, that doesn't happen. Yeah, well, and I mean, honestly, suppressors aren't cheap anyway. And the people that are committing crimes are using cheap guns or stolen guns. But that will spike the price of suppressors. Cha- it will change it. Yeah, it it, will They will spike, and, and then we'll have down. all these manufacturers, and they're going to drop. And it yeah. will be fantastic. Yeah. It will be, yeah. Be- oh, I think that you'll you'll see $150, $200 suppressors out there. Yeah. That would be Whereas great. Well, right now they're $800, $700. There's, there's very affordable suppressors on the market right now. But the reason why is all these people were waiting for the HPA to happen. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to waste my money on the stamp or nothing. I'm just going to wait. Going to wait for and it. And so the suppressor, the silencer co- took a huge hit. They, they had to lay off half their workforce. Gemtech saw a hit, and that's what led, I I think, led to the sale to Smith & Wesson. So people were waiting in anticipation of something that would have absolutely passed, I think, until, you know, we just talked about it. But um, if it passes again, I, like I say, I think there'll be a huge spike because the demand is going to go through the roof. 
production will go through the roof and then you know basic just economics. like how ar's got so cheap yeah, it, yeah it'll be just be, basic be economics it'll, they'll go up like crazy and then they'll stop mm-hmm. dropping after well, because be it is years. it really is a hearing thing you know what i mean it's yeah. even when you're in oh, a gun yeah. even when you're with hearing protection and you're in a gun range for and especially an indoor range like ours for a long time i'm talking like four or six hours yeah it's gonna affect your hearing either way i mean well we all, and it's called prolonged exposure and, yeah and it's so, cumulative so you have your what do they call it, the weighted weighted uh, oh man I should know all this stuff off the top of my head. There's a there's a period of time so many decimals decibels not decimals it's mm-hmm. not decibels um, into a time frame. So like if you're exposed to a certain limit, that that safe exposure levels equal to time. So if it's loud, like an AR is extremely loud. Very loud. In reality, your exposure level is really really low. Mm-hmm. So if we were able to put mufflers on guns, that's what they were designed for. The original suppressor was designed by a muffler company to put on Winchesters. Yep. Uh, think of the exposure level. Think of the enjoyment and the pleasure of shooting would be so much nicer. Yeah, and it might it might actually bring more people to the sport of shooting absolutely. because it's less intimidating when you're not hearing that loud report of a firearm. Yeah, and, and then it goes to the civilized countries that have these fabulous gun laws. Guess what? There, you buy a suppressor over, over the, the counter, counter. in mm-hmm. a blister pack and you take it home because it's uncouth to not have one. Right. It's crazy, man. And then in New uh, Zealand, you, you can buy as many as you want. You just, yeah, I'll, I'll take that one. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, they're cool, but I mean, yeah, it's just, it's the other thing. It's just, they're really practical, mm-hmm. you know, just like ear protection. Yeah, I would definitely be having suppressors if that happened. The other thing that Feinstein's bill goes into is mm-hmm. is manufacturing, like parts and pieces. Oh, does it? Pistol stocks or pistol braces? I mean, that all falls under her little thing that she wants so to you do. You can't even build your own stuff. Mm-mm. Yeah, so it'll make it where you can't buy parts. So when things break, they're broken. Man, so contact your local uh, and state gun organizations. Yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, talk to the GOA because they're actually the ones off their asses doing something. Yeah, um, find out who's actually doing something. Yeah, uh, don't trust the NRA. Unfortunately, yeah, I hate to say, get involved with the Idaho Second Amendment Alliance. Yeah, if you're in Idaho, if in your another state, find that organization that's There's got a, a great reputation and and mm-hmm. and if you can't find one, start your own. Yeah, uh, like for example, the Virginia Citizens Defense League uh, is uh, joining with the GOA in uh, filing a lawsuit against the bump stock ban. So, oh, yeah, you know, there's there are state organizations out yeah, there. The GOA does; they're on top of it. They have a, a a good track record, and they've had some monumental successes with. There's with there's stuff. quite a, there's a few companies trying to do stuff like this. The USCCA is one of them trying to yeah. get into more legislation. Well, they understand and, the importance of it. Yeah, and then you have the USCCA or the uh, US Law Shield um, that they were talking about that, that that's their their aim in the next few years. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's quite a few big, big names out there that I think are realizing that the NRA is dropping the ball a little bit. Yeah. A lot of it. a lot. Not, not a little bit. Yeah, a lot. And... and um, influential people in the network of you know YouTubers and and like influential people that have a lot of followers are not timid about their opinions with the NRA. So there is definitely a trickle down effect that's going to happen, and there's no way that the NRA is not because I get endless phone calls from the NRA. We want you to give us more money. Yeah, there's nope. that too, and so there's no way that they're not hearing that. And the sad thing is, is it's not the NRA calling. It's somebody that they've hired to make these phone calls. And I'm sure they're getting earfuls of, of people that are just pissed off and they're just oh, doing I their bet. job. Yeah. Which is unfortunate for the people doing their job. But yeah. They're just trying to make some know. money. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a strange time, man. Strange time it's, for everybody. And it's it, interesting. I, like I said, it's not, it's not liberal and conservative anymore. Even it's just everybody. It seems yeah. like everybody's going nuts. Yeah. When you have Republican representatives, um, bringing anti-gun legislation and a Republican president. Yeah. That's a little soft on, on that stuff. Yeah. He's his first year in office. He did more than Obama did his last four. Think about that. Yeah. It's weird stuff. Yeah. Well, we'll end on that. 
because otherwise we're all going to just be crying and sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have to get some scuba gear. Yeah, yeah. But we uh, and what we're going to do to help you guys out is we're going to get uh, yeah Craig Pruitt from the Second Amendment Alliance yeah. on here soon. Um, so because he's he knows more than all three of us combined could ever wish to know. Yeah, check out check out their Facebook page, their we'll website, to, become a member to yeah, their stuff. We'll link to the Second Amendment Greg's Alliance. Um, you know, to help out with that. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll link to the GOA and all the other stuff we've been talking about. Um, because it doesn't matter. And, and we've said it before. It doesn't matter what political leanings you have, yeah. what color you are, what, if you're a man, woman, young, old, big, small, if you care about your second amendment rights, then you're a friend of ours. And, and not only that, because what happens to one, right? The avenue to disassemble that right can easily be used on any th- other part of the Constitution. Sure. That mechanism, as soon as it's built and used, will just go to the next one and the next one. They're all tied together. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they're in that order. There's a reason why they're worded the way they are. And, and yeah, it, I will it's say, fragile. I will say uh, I was just on the uh, Gun Owners of America website. Uh, you can be a member for $20. And a year. So yeah, that's cheaper than Starbucks. Yeah, twenty dollars for an annual membership. So anyway, just food for thought. It's cheap. It is. So uh, let us know what you think. Uh, maybe you got some ideas on how, or you have an organization or a part of an organization that uh, could use some support. Uh, let us know. Facebook.com slash range minded podcast. Uh, email us at podcast at iishooting.com. Or uh, if you are in Idaho, come stop by the shop, Independence Indoor Shooting. Say hi to Ricky and Steve and myself. And 2749 East Gala Court, Meridian. Two zero eight five seven six four eight six seven. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot of contact info. More I, than usual. Iishooting.com. There we go. The new and improved iishooting.com. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, also, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, <laughs> uh, Stitcher. Trying to get to, uh, to Spotify. That's the big one, too, that I'm trying to get us on. Yeah. So. Um, and that's, that's the hosting side I use, or the podcasting side I use the most. Spotify. Oh, no. Sorry. Stitcher. That's Stitcher. The one I use yeah. Um, yeah. I should check to see if we're on Spotify right now because I guess they don't tell you. I did some research on this. Oh, it's like a surprise. Hey, we liked your stuff and yeah. we're going to put you on there. Oh, so yeah. they'll actually listen to your podcast to see if they want to put you on i i I don't know and And we are not on spotify but i am still trying to get onto spotify and and we really appreciate all six of our listeners for yes yes starting i think think we might be up to seven seven that's right you heard from a new guy today so yeah right on so but yes that's uh, a pretty high percentage of increase in just a week or two yeah and that's one thing i think you could do too uh if you uh like the podcast and uh, you think we're you know doing some good work because we we started this podcast with the hopes of educating and and informing people um share it with everybody share it on your facebook page share with people you know and uh help us out and help us spread the good word that's one way of getting involved right Right away, yeah. And I mean, that, and that just cost listening anything. and yeah, and start talking. I mean, it's not like getting getting involved isn't necessarily just going out there and doing big things too. It's talking to that person and that's that's in the cubicle next to you and and really trying to educate them. Invite yeah. them out to a gun store. Invite them out to go shooting with you or just learn about firearms. And, and one thing that's important to understand, and and this I guess will be kind of a pro NRA comment, is like. Moms Demand Action and, and those Soros big funded groups, like the, the ones that have lots of Bloomberg money, right? Yeah. Um, they'll have five or six or seven people in that organization in one city, whereas some of these other organizations may have one or two in a couple of states. So we're really fighting a, <laughs> a tough battle, and we need to be vocal about it. Don't be scared of being a gun owner. Just because the the uh, media makes it kind of a, a negative stigma, don't don't fall on that. Be proud of who you are. Be yeah. be a good steward too. I mean, don't be like I carry my AR fifteen through Walmart because I'm awesome. No, that's you're a jackass. Is what you are. Mm-hmm. That's you're not benefiting yep. the cause. Yep. Invite them to go shooting. You're doing the exact opposite. You're doing what they want you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So well, thank you for listening. 
And uh, we'll talk to you next time. And welcome to episode number <laughs> no. 48. And we're going to just keep on going. 40, 49, 50. 40. Episode 50. Yeah, it's uh, now 52. No. What, what, 55. <laughs> episode number whatever. <laughs> episode as F. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Love it. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Range Minded. Find us online at Range Minded Podcast on Facebook or send us an email at podcast at iishooting.com. We're always happy to get feedback, episode suggestions, whatever you want to send us, really. And be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and pretty much wherever else you get your podcasts from. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.